I told myself, I'm like, okay, when I turn 30, I will have a positive relationship with food, with exercise, and my body. You know, I never really was putting in the work to do it, and just was kind of like had it on the back burner, like thinking that, you know, okay, I'm like doing Pilates now, and like, you know, eating pasta every once in a while. Like, this is what balance is. This is what this is what it is. But mm-hmm. really, it wasn't. And you know, I don't think it really actually happened until I started a few fun moves and. You know, I was like, I can't, I can't have a, a company with the whole brand message being, you know, working out at your own pace, feeling good and having fun when I'm feeling like absolute shit over exercising mm-hmm. and not living that kind of message. Welcome back to the Well Now at Podcast. I'm your host, Savannah. If you're new here and you're like, what the heck is this podcast? So it originally started last year. I had graduated from university. I'm like, what the heck am I supposed to be doing? Like, I don't know what's next. Well, now what? So I started interviewing people mostly geared towards like kind of post-grad, 20-something year olds. Um, You know, it's for those people that are just unsure what they want to do. And now it's just kind of anyone can listen. Just I realized through all these interviews this past year is that the well now what never stops. So I have people from different backgrounds to share their story, intimacy coordinators, sex therapists, lawyers, doctors, kind of all the professions. So I can really give a diverse perspective. And I love having people that opinions or, you know, the way that they grew up or their career is completely different from mine because I just learn something new every day. And I hope you do as well. Today's guest is Andrea Barber. This was such a lovely conversation and honestly felt more like a conversation than an interview. Um, Andrea is also from Vancouver, but what I enjoyed so much is that she is in the fitness industry, but she gives a different perspective to it. Because I think, especially if you're from Vancouver, you know, like like the kids here downtown, the fitnessy people, it's kind of cliquey. Um, and if you've never done a spin class, you're like, what are you talking about? But if you have, it's so intimidating, things like that. And she kind of breaks down that culture. And for her, she's a fitness instructor, but she's really introverted in her going up in front of a class. It's, it's kind of scary. So she talks about the pivot um, of online workouts and how that helped her mental health so much and she goes into it talks about a few fun moves her platform and I think this is really important whether you're super into fitness which I am and I absolutely love it or if you're a beginner I think a few fun moves is so great because she really just emphasizes um, you know the beauty of just movement doing things that feel good it's not like okay it's 50 60 burpees because you have to you know what I mean she's like you can do a burpee you can do this you can do this she really gives the option and makes it a lot less intimidating we talk about body confidence and over exercising all of the things it was so fun chatting with her so let's get straight into it I'm here with Andrea Barber. She's the founder and creator of the online and on-demand movement platform called A Few Fun Moves. And A Few Fun Moves is a collection of workouts, exercises, and lifestyle support to help you maintain a fun relationship with movement, your body, and yourself. And for my listeners that know me, you know that I love moving my body. And this past year, I've really learned how to love it and appreciate movement more. Um, and also she's born and raised in Vancouver, which I'm from, and she has an associate's degree in kin and a certified personal trainer. So I'm so excited to have you on, to have a great convo, to learn more about what you do and your platform. So thanks again for coming on. Cool. Thanks for having me, pal. Yeah. Okay. So why don't we get into, I always like to start with like childhood and like high school and stuff before you're where you're at now. Um, so I, you told me that you did competitive sport. Um, I was a dancer my whole life, so I kind of get it. So what what sport did you do and how did that 
sport affect your relationship with movement today? So I grew up riding horses, um, competitively show jumping. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So I think like the first time I saw a horse, I think I was maybe like two and I crawled up to its leg and like hugged its leg. (laughs) And ever since then, I was just obsessed with horses and riding and that kind of just shaped I think maybe who I am today a little bit and yeah I had a bit of a funny relationship with it and I kind of just grew up with horses and they were sort of like my main support system in life uh, and it was really cool you know I got to travel all around the world with it I got to compete in it really high level which was really great and uh, it's an interesting sport having like an animal be your mm-hmm. teammate so I think it ultimately kind of made me kind of the introvert that I am just because I learned how to communicate with animals a whole lot more than people (laughs) in a weird way uh so yeah I did that pretty much my whole life until I was about 18 19 um and then due to some unforeseen circumstances I had to sell my horses and give it up and it was really really sad and I think it was a point in my life where I probably needed you know horses and the discipline and something to do probably the most but I didn't have it and I really lost my identity with it and sort of my coping mechanism for anything stressful in life so it was really hard and really sad but I think from it I you know found other ways to move my body which was you know strength training, Pilates, cycling, and things like that. And also with like horseback riding, I had so many sort of chronic injuries and things like that. So I was oftentimes seeing physios for it. And I think that's sort of where my curiosity and interest into, you know, using preventative exercises to help with getting sort of chronic injuries, and then also like rehabbing some injuries and So when my horseback riding ended, I'm like, you know, maybe I could go into being like a physio or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's kind of what happened from there. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. I want to touch point on losing, feeling that you like lost your identity when you stopped competitively horseback riding. Like for me, I mentioned I was a dancer. That was my entire life. Like after high school or during, sorry, during high school, after like one o'clock, I would dance all day, all my weekends. And then when it came to college time, I just like most of my friends, everything was involved around dance. And when I was in college, I was like, who am I? And especially with movement, because I was so it was a part of my everyday, but I had never been to a gym like all of high school or done other kind of workouts because I was used to doing dance. And then when it wasn't as accessible, I was like, how do I move your who my body? So, yeah, for you losing that kind of identity and you said you are. Um, you know, more of an introvert. And now when I think of personal training and like teaching group classes, like you're on and you're talking to so many people so that for you, is that a challenge or like, cause I know I'm way more of an extrovert and I feel recharged when I'm around people, but does that overwhelm you at all? Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So much. Uh, Like, I guess the second part of your question, the whole like extrovert introvert thing is so basically that I went to university. So yeah, I got my personal training certificate and, and started teaching group classes and personal training. And it was funny when I first started, I was like, I'm not teaching group classes. I'm only doing personal training. Like the thought of standing in front of a group of people was the most terrifying thing to me ever. Like it, it made me so ill. I'm mm-hmm. like, I can't do it. So I started off just doing personal training, like one-to-one and kind of got a little more comfortable with it. And then eventually 
I started off teaching group classes for kids. So I'm like, oh, kids are so much easier than adults. <laughs> so I kind of just slowly eased my way into it. And eventually, you know, I was teaching full-blown group classes and was totally fine with it. And it was really fun, but holy crap, eventually it just became so much. And I was wondering why at the end of the day, I'm like, why am I so miserable and just so tired and have no energy for myself, my family, my loved ones. And it was because my job was for an extroverted person. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm just true to heart and introvert. And I I kind of am lucky that things got shifted to online. And yeah, I don't know. That's a whole other, (laughs) whole other question and topic, but it was hard for me. And I think something I never really thought about being introverted, extroverted, and like picking your career based off of that. So how does, yeah, how did you, I want to dive more into that. How did you, how does that affect like your mental health, your relationship with your body and movement? You know, like it is like mentally being around all these people, it is taxing, especially if that's not the way that you recharge. So how did you kind of get yourself maybe more out of it and, um, you know, find more time for yourself and to like, you know, spend more time with self-care? Like reflecting back on like prior to COVID time, it was pretty bad. Like I was so burnt out and Mm -hmm. you know I was teaching like a lot of group classes and I kind of was dialing back from teaching group classes just because I I needed quieter calmer environments which I found doing one-on-ones and like a lot of the places I taught group classes in you know you needed to have this like hype energy and like Mm -hmm. loud music and I just honestly couldn't do it anymore it was just too stimulating it was too much And, you know, the people I was working for were like, you know, your classes could use a little bit more energy or like Mm -hmm. you could do a little more like woo-woos. I'm like, oh, that just isn't me. And I just couldn't do it anymore. Uh, But then there was also, it was a funny thing because I think people actually would come to my classes for the sense of like, I wasn't this like overly exuberant hype person. Mm -hmm. Uh, Prior to COVID, I don't know, the self-care along with it wasn't that great. (laughs) (laughs) I was, I slept so much and like couldn't stay up past like seven o'clock I just was feeling pretty shitty Mm -hmm. um (laughs) but then COVID happened and obviously it was a total life-changing like shift for everybody I felt the most I feel bad saying this but I felt Mm -hmm. like the most recharged that I'd ever felt in my whole life in a way and yeah pretty pretty bizarre I'm like okay what has changed and I reflected on it. I'm like, the thing that has changed the most is that I'm not seeing people. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, 100%. 100%. I, I can agree with that in the terms of like feeling recharged. And I've spoken openly about my podcast with my relationship with myself, my body and movement. Um, I struggled with an eating disorder. And I feel like this past, is it two years of COVID now? Pretty like, much. It's, it's oh my so God. Bad. Okay. Well, anyways, oh. these past two years, I have really just been able to just like recharge to focus on myself and have like a better understanding, especially around movement. So um, yeah, for you, has your relationship ever been rocky in that way? Or, you know, like for me, there's a while, like when I was at a bad place, I moved because it, for the wrong reasons. Do you know what I mean? Like I wasn't moving because it like felt good. I was doing it for like, yeah, not the right reasons, but now my mindset has changed. But for you being in that, you know, industry where you are teaching classes and moving and stuff, has it ever been, um, has it never negatively impacted yourself or your mental health, or you kind of always had a good, like balanced viewpoint on it? Oh God, no, definitely Mm -hmm. no balance. Uh, Mm -hmm. that's only been pretty recently. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So I guess when I was like competitively um, horseback riding, you know, there was a huge, much like dance, there is a really huge, like, you know, pressure to be thin and mm-hmm. look a certain way. Uh, so, and I also just think growing up in high school, it's just, I don't know, it's just, that's a whole other yeah. can of worms. It's just <laughs> messy. Uh, so definitely, you know, I was over-exercising for sure. And I think from there, it just kind of cycled into a bit of a ne- very negative relationship with food and exercising. And it just slowly trickles into you know, the rest of your life. And I honestly can say that I don't think I told myself, I'm like, okay, when I turn 30, I will have a positive relationship with food, with exercise and my body. And, you know, I never really was putting in the work to do it. And just was kind of like had it on the back burner, like thinking that, you know, okay, I'm like doing Pilates now. I'm like, you know, eating pasta every once in a while, like, this is what balance is. This is what this is what it is, but Mm -hmm. really it wasn't. And, you know, I don't think it really actually happened until I started a few fun moves. And, you know, I was like, I can't, I can't have a a company with the whole brand message being, you know, working out at your own pace, feeling good and having fun when I'm feeling like absolute shit over exercising Mm -hmm. and not living that kind of message. I like genuinely think that starting a few fun moves in a way is what like catalyst me into being being able to have a positive relationship with exercise and having a community of people of like-minded individuals who feel the exact same way although I say this I think I somewhat selfishly started a few fun moves for myself yeah uh, with the goal to like help inspire others to do the same thing you know moving your body for yourself when and how it feels right and doing the things you love most because life is life is short and why the heck do a spin class if you fucking hate it? A hundred percent. I hundred percent. I love that. I put that like on a sticker or something. Why the <laughs> fuck do, would you do spin classes if you hate it? Because that was me at a point. So like, I love that. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh, I did a, I did a group class yesterday, actually. And I yeah. haven't, it was probably my first like group fitness class that I've been to mm-hmm. uh, since I taught the last one two years ago. Yes. Yes. Old COVID times. And it was like a dark room. The music was so loud and it was to the beat. And I actually hated every minute of it. I'm like, get me out of this room. Like it was just, it just felt so like non, not intuitive to me. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, I just want to like do my moves and have fun like at my own pace. But when things are just a beat, you know, you're like, ah, shit. Like you don't want to be that one person that's like, standing up from a squat when everyone else is sitting yeah. down and uh anyways it was funny <laughs> that's funny yeah so like a few fun moves do you want to give us the rundown people that know the platform mm-hmm. what is it like for someone that like has never heard of it yeah just kind of debrief on it I'm so excited to hear about it yeah totally so a few fun moves is essentially online on-demand movement platform like a lot of them are these days you know, we focus or I focus on feel good, fun movement that you get to access sort of at your own pace. You know, I, I really strive to create an environment that is as approachable and as affirmative as possible. You know, a few fun moves will never be accessible and I'll never consider it to be an accessible movement platform for, you know, quite a few reasons. But, you know, I'm doing my, my best to and learning so much from the community members and other people in the fitness industry in ways that you can make you know, movement, just more approachable to everybody. And, you know, I focus on, or I call like things that you like doing, I call them fun moves. And, Mm -hmm. uh, 
you know, your fun moves could be doing a few fun moves workout. Your mm-hmm. fun moves could be going for a walk. Like your fun moves could be vacuuming your house. Mm-hmm. Uh, like your fun moves are anything and it celebrates sort of finding the joy and the fun in any style of movement, however big, however small it sort of is. And like all the workouts, like on the platform, you know, they're categorized like by time, style, all of that. And it's been really fun. I uh, I have a lot of fun making the workouts and the playlists. Hey, it's me just popping and saying, if you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere that you listen. And if you have the time, it'd be amazing if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts that helps other people find it. And finally, follow me on Instagram at wellnowpodcast. I'm sorry, I'm going to stop saying the word podcast. Let's get back to the interview. Uh, what else can I say about a few fun moves? I feel like yeah. I did a really bad job of explaining. No, no, no. That was really good. But like how I'm curious of like launching the online business, like an app and platform that's, there's a lot of logistics and like coordinating. So how has that been for you? Like on the business side of things? Oh my gosh. The business side of things. Uh, so funny. So I guess, okay, I'll, I'll backtrack a little bit and come mm-hmm. and like tell you a little bit about like my idea of like starting a few fun yes. moves and kind of how that happened and then go from yeah. there. Uh, so I guess like with COVID times, everything got switched to online and I thought online was the cringiest thing ever. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to have to stand in front of a camera and like talk to myself. Like it just felt really not something that I wanted to be a part of. So then I taught my first online class and it was exhilarating. It was so much fun. You know, I, I could see people on their little Zoom screens. I was alone in my living room. There was like little to no music playing. So it felt really calm in a way. And at the very end of the class, I'm just saying, bye everyone. Shut the screen and I go on with my life. And that that feeling was truly, it it was really cool. And I'm like, okay, there's something here. Like this Mm -hmm. this has got to stay in a way. And people were loving it. People loved my classes. Lots of people were coming and it was really cool. And I got to move with people from all over the world and friends mm-hmm. and family. And I really liked that idea. When things kind of started to open back up with COVID, I'm like, I, I can't, I can't go back to the studio. I actually broke mm-hmm. out in a full body rash oh, when wow. I was getting messages from bosses being like, okay, so uh, studio is opening back up. I'm like, oh, oh no, 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 I can't do that. <laughs> So I figure I'm like, you know what, might as well go for it and start my own online thing. And if you would have asked me two years ago that I'd be owning my own online fitness platform, Mm -hmm. I probably would have laughed. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So I figured I'm like, it can't be that hard. I'm like, all Mm -hmm. I got to do is just get some cute branding going. I got to get my website, go Mm -hmm. film some videos and, uh, yeah, that's kind of, that's the rest is sort of history. And, yeah. you know, it, it was really, really scary. I didn't, I don't think I slept very well for about two months prior mm-hmm. and I felt so anxious, but then the day that it launched, it was like all of that sort of doubt that I had about it just mm-hmm. all dissipated. And it was really cool. And seeing people, you know, comment on the videos and mm-hmm. actually move with me is, is so wild. 
That's incredible. Wow. You should be so proud of yourself. That's, that's a lot. It's not (laughs) even like, I know how hard it is to like launch a platform and then market it. It's not just like, it'll take a month and go, or you can just do one zoom and there's a lot of planning. So yeah, you should be so proud of yourself. That's incredible. That's insane. Yeah. It's, uh, it's so funny. You know, when I first had the idea to do it, I'm like, you know what? I called up one of my best friends. Uh, I call her my my life manager. Uh, <laughs> so I call I call her up. I'm like, okay, hey, I, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna start my own online fitness platform. She's like, hell yeah, yeah, you can. So she's been my number one cheerleader since day one. And you know, you need people like that in your life when you're sitting there like white faced, a little scared, and they're yeah. like, you can do it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, amazing. And I always told my I told myself, okay, if it you know if it doesn't work out at least my mom will do my videos and there'll be a bunch of workouts. There'll be a bunch of videos of me on the internet for when I have kids one day and they can be like, look at a hundred percent. I was the same thing when I started the podcast. I was like, well, I know my mom's going to listen my sister, maybe. (laughs) So I've got two listeners, which is good. Like it's, it's taking that leap of faith and putting yourself out there is terrifying. Um, especially, you know, if you're an introvert or it's not your personality, put yourself out there. Yeah, I can, I can imagine how terrifying it is. So I was the same with the podcast. It took me forever to actually put one out. And then I was like, this is sounds, I wanted to delete it right away because I'm like, I sound terrible. I can't even listen to my own voice, but once you get in the (laughs) flow of things, you just, you know, you build that confidence. So I'm sure that's the same for you with this platform. And how is it today? How is it, you know, like, where do you kind of hope to see it? in the next few months, I don't want to talk about years because I know that can be overwhelming, but like maybe in the next few months, where do you hope to see your platform? Yeah, it's, it's been so cool to watch it grow. And, you know, when I launched it, I, I really had no idea. I really had no idea kind of what would happen and how many people would join and where it would kind of go. And I'm a very like fly by the seat of my pants kind of person. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm like, okay, I'll just like put some stuff out there and see what happens. And I think letting it grow organically has been really great for, for myself and like my mental health and growing it sort of at the pace that I want it, you know, along with, you know, my brand message is like at your own pace. So I always have to remind myself when I feel like I need to start doing more things or, oh, I should be doing this because this person's doing it. I'm like, no, like I get to do it at my own pace and when and yeah. how it feels right for me. And in last month, I'm like, what month is it? It's July. Uh, last month I launched yeah Yeah. I launched like the my very own a few fun moves app which was so cool and something I never thought I would ever have had let alone you know eight months into running my own business is having my own app and it's so cute and it's so much fun and I look at it I'm like oh this is so great like I, I I don't know it's pretty fun seeing that and I think you know, I get asked probably every day when I'm going to do a few fun moves merch. <laughs> please, <laughs> so maybe please. I'll do some that would be fun. I love, I love the branding and I love the little purple logo. It's a really good look. So I could see that being really like cute and comfortable merch. Yeah. Yeah. I will, I will do merch one day when I feel like it's right. Uh, who knows? And yeah. then I'm also working on a pretty cool little, like a few fun moves, sort of like bursary scholarship program where I will be giving out or donating money to folks who, you know, don't traditionally see themselves represented in the fitness industry to access funds to put towards any sort of course or program that helps them help other people move. 
Um, so an example of that could be like, you know, a yoga certification or mm-hmm. like coaching little kids baseball yes, or yes. anything or like strength training program or something like that. Because, you know, my mission with a few fun moves really is to get more people moving and having fun mm-hmm. doing it. And I really don't, well, I guess like I can help a little bit, but I really think that in order for that to happen, there needs to be representation and diversity within the movement industry. And Mm -hmm. so being able to get more people out moving is not going to be through more people like me flailing around on a screen telling people (laughs) what to do. So I really have the mission to do that. And I think the few fun moves community does as well. And I think through that is going to be with diversity and representation in the fitness and movement industries. Yeah, no, I love that. I know that there's like, there's endless possibilities with this. It's not like you're not putting, you know, certain barriers like it needs to be this specific fitness platform or whatnot like there's just so many different opportunities so I'm really excited to see where it leads to Mm -hmm. yeah I'm excited about it and uh yeah yeah cool um so do you want to get into some few rapid fire questions as we end the interview sure okay um okay so first one what is your ideal morning routine okay so I'm, I'm assuming this is like a dream day Right. Yes. Yes. Okay. Or like, it can even uh, be like, if you have one right now, you can talk about the one that you have right now up to you. I'm going to go with a dream day because sure, I think it. it sounds better. Uh, yeah. So I'm in the Okanagan at my mom's house. She lives yeah. in uh, Naramata, which is like a little town outside of Pendicton. Yes. So I wake up there because mm-hmm. it's a dream day and mm-hmm. I have an iced coffee and I walk down to the lake with my iced coffee and yeah. I jump in the lake. And then yes. I walk back and then I read my book for like an hour. And then, oh, and then I go for a bike ride because it's a dream day. I don't need to work on my dream yeah. day. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I probably go for a really uh, nice bike ride on my KVR, which is like a really beautiful gravel trail up in the Okanagan. So I do that. Oh my God. I love yeah. that. That's, that's a great morning routine. It's, it's like, I yeah. love jumping into the lake. I'm there. I love it. Oh yeah. It's like, it's the best. My mom always laughs at me. I like take my mug with me and I always spill coffee like all over the place. Yes. Great answer. Um, okay. Next one. (laughs) If your, if your life was a movie, what genre would it be and who would play you? And I know some people struggle with like the actors. It does. They don't, the person doesn't have to look like you. It's just maybe someone that you like, like, okay. I was thinking about this the other day, like not this question, but I was thinking about this movie, uh, little miss sunshine. Yes. I feel like I want to be like the scene where she's doing the dance to uh, Super Freak. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> have, you, have, you, have you seen yes, the movie? Yes, I have. I have. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh my gosh. It's so cute and so funny. So I think I would like, what's your name? Olive or Olivia in the movie. Uh, it's played by, I can't. I can't remember who, what her is name it Ab- is. Is it Abigail Breslin? Is that her? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I just would like that to be yeah me it was like on stage like yeah said her pants off yeah. and like just like doing yeah. the dance moves and yes you know she she just like doesn't care and she's just like having fun up on stage doing her thing and everyone's mm-hmm. kind of horrified and she's just yeah. like I don't care yeah she I'm doesn't care going for it this is great okay. energy yeah I like that great um, energy. yeah <laughs> what is your favorite tv show oh uh high maintenance Oh, I don't know that one. It's on Crave. It's sort of the show I will rewatch it 
uh, a bunch of times and mm-hmm. oh it's it's so great all the stories in it are just amazing the writing's amazing I love all the characters and I'd highly recommend it I'm also okay. watching White Lotus right now that just came out and it's very good I would, okay. I would recommend that okay I'll have to check those out um what is your favorite kind of like workout fit or like kind of like hiking fit like from head to toe what do you enjoy wearing Mm, okay uh I'm wearing an outdoor voices um the doing things bra like I have it Mm -hmm. in polka dots and I always wear that and it always makes me feel super cute and fun Mm -hmm. when I wear that and then lululemon align bike shorts yeah because they're so soft yes oh they're the best okay and then for shoes I have a pair of Sauconies and I really really like those Mm -hmm. probably just those yeah good choice um what is some most something that most people don't know about you uh I like to knit (laughs) oh really do you like what what do you knit like do you knit shorts shoes bag not shoes sorry shirts bags what do you knit (laughs) I was like shoes and yeah maybe not shoes (laughs) (laughs) Um, last year I knit a couple sweaters, like two, I'm working on a vest. Uh, I haven't really been knitting in the summer. It's definitely a little bit more of a winter time. Totally. Activity, but yeah, my inner grandma, I like to knit. I love that. <laughs> okay. Um, what is your favorite thing about your job and what you do? And is, what is something that you probably dislike about it? I love getting to interact with people through movement it's so much fun. And I think something that's been great about doing online workouts is that I have to do the workouts mm-hmm. now. Whereas before, you know, I would maybe like when I was in studio, I would demo a movement or something, but I never like experienced the full workout with people. And now that I have to do the whole workout, we're sort of in it together. And mm-hmm. that's been so much fun. And you know, in my classes, I always try to be as candid as possible. And I think that's what attracts some people to my workouts is mm-hmm. I'm not going to be the one that's going to sugarcoat how hard something is. I'm, yeah. I'm there with you being like, holy crap, this is <laughs> <laughs> Or like, why was I thinking four rounds? Like, come yes. on. So I think getting to interact and uh, connect with people through movement is truly a joy. And it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, something I dislike, I don't know, sometimes just the fitness industry in general just makes me want to, it just makes me mad. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think I've kind of carved out a little spot for myself mm-hmm. in the fitness industry that feels like myself. And I feel like I can, you know, attract like-minded people to it. And mm-hmm. that it was hard to kind of get that to happen, mm-hmm. you know, like for so long, I kind of like, oh, like, would you I couldn't quite find my footing in the fitness industry because Mm -hmm. it felt just super meh I don't know no no no, that makes sense it's honestly for me like I I'm not like really I'm not in the fitness industry like I like to work out and move but I'm not like a coach or trainer or anything but it's so refreshing hearing your perspective because I think I had an idea of what it was like especially with group instructors and like, you know, they're always super high intensity and like, and that needs to be a certain way, but, um, hearing more about your platform, what you do, just kind of enjoying movement. It's just really refreshing to hear. So, um, I'm glad you feel that way. Like the fitness industry, like it is, you know, 
even for me on the outside, there is like a love hate relationship with it and some of the classes and the way that they are. And like, why is this always so dark in this room? Or like, why does the music have to be like so freaking loud? But yeah, no, that makes sense. But yeah. Yeah. So probably, yeah, probably what I hate the most mm-hmm. is just the, some parts of the fitness industry, like seeing an Instagram reel pop up and some fitness person being like, eight steps to rock hard abs and they're like pointing at yeah. their <laughs> I just and like there's some like intense techno song yeah like, in yeah the background yeah. I just it's so against everything that I feel no I can I can agree with that but, but then again it, it's just a good reminder that you can make anything work that you're doing you just do it how you want to do it and people mm-hmm. will be attracted to do it to it because you're you're doing it how you want and my vibe of my classes and my workouts are just very like calm and Mm -hmm. relaxed and it's like hey you could do this or you could do this Mm -hmm. I also will have absolutely no idea if you're even doing it at all because you're in your living room and I'm also in my living room and I think it's kind of fun having that I'm like oh I also just don't care (laughs) if you like do one exactly exactly it's like whatever floats your boat <laughs> yeah and I and I like that because I know people that are beginners I have friends of mine who don't really work out as much it's kind of terrifying for example um like going into like a spin class or like some sort of hit class like in person it is really intimidating because things are moving really quickly it's high energy but being at home and for you being like do this if this feels right or do this and again like you don't see them so I think it's a lot more accessible for people that are beginners and wanting to get into fitness which is great yeah that is something fun about uh you know, everything switching to online. Mm-hmm. And I do think it'll be interesting to kind of see what happens over the next year or so with things opening back up. But I think it's pretty cool that I think it has gotten more people moving because there is a sense of like vulnerability of walking into a fitness studio thinking, oh my God, this is an hour long. Mm-hmm. What if I'm not wearing the right outfit? Like what if it's too hard or what if the instructor's an asshole or what if the music <laughs> sucks? And there's so many variables that create barriers for people to get moving and feeling good in their body and you know having the approachability of something online at a price point that is also a little bit more approachable as well mm-hmm. makes it a little bit easier for people to get moving yeah it's kind of cool what the online thing is allowed for a lot of people I think it's great like I was trying so many funny classes too like I was doing some dance (laughs) classes I'm like I would never go to a dance class in real life like there's no way I am yes uh not uh musically beat driven uh so like doing funny YouTube like line dancing videos yeah because who cares? Who cares? It's fun. You're on, yeah, no one sees it. Totally. Amazing. Okay, let's do one last question. And I usually end this, okay. usually this is the usual question, but who are the three most influential people in your life? My mom, mm-hmm. my dad. That's it. Yeah. I'll keep it simple. Keep it to two. Mom and dad, they raised you, so that's great. <laughs> exactly. I was going to say uh, my dog, the dog. Yeah. As well as the third that's- one. That, that counts. That 100% counts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, well, amazing. Thank you so much. This was such a lo lovely conversation, you know, talking oh, all about good. a few fun moons and everything. And I really enjoyed speaking with you. Um, and yeah, and I think this is going to just, people are really going to just love this episode. You just bring such a great, fresh perspective. Like I've had a few fitness -y people on, so, but it's nice to hear, um, you know, your perspective as well. So thank you again. This was lovely. Oh, thank you for having me. Of course. And that was Andrea. I'll put all her links in the show notes if you want to check out a few fun moves, the platform, or follow her on Instagram. And let me know what you thought about the episode or if you know Andrea. Okay, thanks so much, and I'll see you next week.